Hi, and welcome to the first installment of Folding In. I'm sitting out in the rain right now, and I'm hoping you can hear how beautiful it sounds. I wrote this piece recently. It's speaking to the pressure we are collectively under right now the pain we're experiencing on a daily basis. I've gotten a lot more devoted to laying on my back and finding peace in my body. So to create the most harmonious beaming cell of life that I can. And while this time has been hard saturated with difficult emotions and experiences one after another i'm finding i'm learning this incredible skill of being with the challenging parts of our lives and the more i sit in this pressure cooker i'm finding a sort of joy and resilience of standing so close to life So this piece is speaking to that experience that we're all going through right now. So just settle in as I read. Go into yourself and see how you're feeling. Now go into yourself a little more gently and now again a little more gently I lay on my back trying to calm the static in my body responsibilities sounds desires fears a restless sense of urgency and ubiquitous anxiety interweaves into a dense thread that tightens around me. I don't know if I'm supposed to untangle or rest in the center of the knot. I am amid, we are amid, one of life's significant cataclysmic shifts. These uncomfortable sharp turns where we are unable to see around the bend where we are holding on with knuckles white to a cart careening at reckless speed. We brace against the force, hopelessly trying to keep order, grasping at all the details as they scatter like loose threads at the back of the barrow, feeling the contents of global and personal strife so close to our face It's as if a broad palm covers our mouth and nose. Searing hot winds reach the very center of the heart, singe the hair of our arms. We fight and resist like we always do when the world feels too much to bear. And then when we least expect it, 
We splay ourselves open on the floor and grace comes from behind and wraps us in something that feels like love. We stop our kicking and screaming and fall back into the self that knows somewhere deep. This too is beautiful. This too. This barreling through unimaginable discomfort serves something greater. When we are heaved toward our life against our will, we find our compassionate edge. The aperture of our lens widens to include both our pain and the unbearable beauty breathing beside it. Like the fire that comes to renew life, this phase serves a purpose. We sometimes need to burn to reveal the most tender, hidden, and forgotten parts of ourselves. The smoke was so thick in August, it wasn't safe to breathe the air. We closed the doors and windows, built puzzles, thanked each piece of food we ate. We busied ourselves trying not to stop and stare too long at the ash raining down. I don't like looking outside. It makes me feel sick, my youngest said to me as he asked me to close his blinds. Our last thought before sleep, may the elements calm and find peace. We woke in the morning to a steady stream of rain. I lifted my face to the sky and cried. Gratitude never felt so profound. This too is beautiful. My dad fell unconscious to the floor with no one around, split his forehead and chewed his tongue raw. He suffered a seizure and remembered nothing. I arrived at the hospital to see him looking like a tiny babe in a big bed, afraid and holding on, like all of us, to the lip of a tipping cup. But I carried a piece of his home in my hand and I pushed it hard against his heart. It was like a panel opened and turn back on the light. This too is beautiful. My tender child, the one who lets the whole world into his heart is bending into his shape. I set him free as if he was mine to begin with, into the world out of my control. My body aches under the weight of its worry, and yet I am squeezed simultaneously by a love that knows no limits, a love that leaches out from my feet and feeds the soil and seed, I'm sure of it, 
because of its magnitude. This too is beautiful. The anxious mother, alone in her home with new time for herself, wonders where she is under all her duties. She wonders what revelations wait in her corners. She stands in the unfamiliar, unnerving place and smiles, for something is awaiting its discovery. It has been calling to her in her sleep. She has time now to listen. This too is beautiful. This too. One day you finally knew what you had to do and began. Though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your ankles. Mend my life, each voice cried. But you didn't stop. You knew what you had to do. Though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible. It was already late enough, and a wild night, and the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left their voice behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds and there was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world determined to do the only thing you could do determined to save the only life that you could save. A poem by Mary Oliver called The Journey. So here we meet on a shared road, dear listener, dear reader, (laughs) careening down the same track, united in our determined desire to save the only life that we can. Thank you for being a part of my story and I'm blessed to be a part of yours. We are in this together as collaborators of the soul. Thank you for reading and thank you for listening. <laughs>